Biatch. Both of us. Bitch. Welcome to Lives on Paper, a character creation podcast. My name is Jordan. My name is Megan. Today we're going to be tackling the fourth character of the PR team. And I mean, I think we have, we already have two characters in mind that might be the last two of the team. Well, I know you mentioned wanting to make the barbarian's girlfriend. Yes. I well cuz I'm I'm married to the idea of like <laughs> the gimmick of having just somebody has a big cat or like a bear or something. And that fact the what's more practical than having, you know, a pet bear it, a, a girlfriend who can turn into a bear. <laughs> ah yes. The practical option. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I don't want to see the fights over dinner. <laughs> Shut up. There's no reason they fight. She turn she turns into a bear, breaks the table, the barbarian rages, and then it's just madness. They have to have great insurance. Cause, they have thimble. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no one has to know. So of those two, I mean, are they the two that we want to pursue? The knight in shining armor, and as far as the knight in shining armor goes, I've had ideas for him. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you thought on the druid at all. I mean, vaguely in the sense of like, I imagine her in. I mean, she doesn't have to be in. The spell's called wild shape. I think mm-hmm. um, she doesn't have to be using it constantly. I don't think you can use it constantly if you want to. No, but. Like, during missions, as the animal, she is theoretically under one person's control. As she is a, quote-unquote, familiar pet something while she is on the job. But off the job, she's, like, I can imagine her being a pretty chill person, actually. So, I would, at least the image I had in my mind for them is they were, like, constantly swapping out between animal forms. Mm. And, like... Because there's a, uh, I forget the spell, but there's a new cantrip that druids can take where instead of like shillelagh or something like that to do more melee damage up close while being proficient in it, mm-hmm. it's something that changes a part of their body Ooh. to an animal piece. So it can literally be <laughs> lady with bare arms or <laughs> panther claws or whatever. I'm, I'm just imagining. <laughs> yeah, bare arms, cool. But what about kangaroo legs? Sure, man. National Geographic's a thing. Like, just... <laughs> Why not? Leap ten feet in the air, grab a dude by the head, step, step, I, step. I, I, can't remember if it, I can't remember if it specifies arms or not in the spell. Oh. the thing. I was going to... Because I... On, how I'll, sick no, would I'll it be? It. I'll get it. How fucking cool would that be, though? Cantrip, primal savagery. Uh, duration, instantaneous, action one. Uh, you channel primal magic... To change your teeth or fingernails to sharpen, uh, ready to drive a corro- wait, ready to deliver a corrosive attack. Okay, um, melee spell attack on one creature within five. I feed you on hit. Deal one d10 acid damage. After you make the attack, your teeth or fingernails return to normal. Hmm. Oh. Maybe need something else. No, that's what I'm thinking of. Oh, lame. <sighs> You think it's lame? That's just the fingernails. 
I mean, it's cool. The fact that it's a cantrip is... See, I don't think it's going to make much of a difference other than flavor if you, like, they turn into fucking arms. One more, like, you keep it to the arms, like, you're not breaking anything. Yeah, fair. So, for the druid, I I haven't thought of anything other than, like, you know... Is an animal a lot? Is an animal a lot for, like, the drama, the gimmick, you know, like, as Mm -hmm. a human, she doesn't want to go busting down doors and, like, biting dude's face off, but, like, as an animal... (laughs) Like, mm-hmm. it's not like she, oh, she loses her meat. No, it's like, she gets to be a tiger, run around, do all lots of these cool things, and kill bad guys. So, like, yeah, she's going to have fun with it. Okay. Yeah. As far as the, so what did you have for the uh, the night? I think we're already on the druid. Oh, all right. Okay, so if we're going to tackle the druid with the circle uh, uh, of the moon or whatever. Yeah, circle of the moon. Uh, has a heavy emphasis on wild shape. Okay. Get that out of the way. Mm-hmm. There might be others inside of the app, but we'll find out when we get there. Okay. Oh, I can spell. Don't rub it in, Google. Did you back up and mean circle? I meant serlo, okay? Mm. I type what I mean. Maybe I'm she just turns into a serval. Serval. <laughs> spell with a C. <laughs> You know, like no. they do. <laughs> okay, so class we already had in mind. Done. Mm-hmm. It compliments in that I think she would be, um, I guess the best term for it would be. Um, she can fluctuate kind of in a support way and also being a uh, another kind front of. Frontline. In, in different cases, yes. It, it's more of a flex type. Yes. Because. Uh, Thimble and Iron are very much... Are kind of soft. Yeah, they're towards the back. That's where they probably should be. It, yes. Thimble is either... Would either be in the front... Doing roguey things? Yes. Or, yeah, in the back, using their bard abilities or ranged attacks to do their damage. Warlock is self-explanatory. Yeah. And then Barbarian... Self-explanatory. Then, yeah. So... As far as race goes, I don't have any strong feelings right now. Mm. Uh, but we can also keep things in mind that we haven't done before. Mm-hmm. In that there's other races inside of things like Xanthars. Mm-hmm. And outside of that, uh, mm-hmm. that is included in the app. Things like Turtles and the Elephant Race, which I forget. Uh, let me grab my phone. Looking on the app. Races. Asmir, what is that? Animal, ha- animal hybrid, bird folk, bugbear, centaur, changeling, custom, dragonborn, dream touch, dwarf, elephantine, just elephant, elf, furbolg, genasi, geth, gnome, goblin, goliath, half elf, half orc, halfling, hobgoblin, human, kenku, kobold, leonine, lion person, probably, uh, lizard folk, minotaur, orc. Seder, Serpent Blood, Shifter, Tabaxi, Tiefling, Triton, Turtle, Violetkin, Warforged. Um. Uh, no, I don't really. I don't really feel it. Alright, so let's think about what we have. We have a Furbolg, a Halfling, a. Human. And a human. Yeah. Now, I could definitely see them going for, like, the. Almost like diversity team. Hmm. Like all the all the uh, like that literally being a thing they try to do. You get what I'm saying? Kind of. 
It almost feels a little um hokey. Yeah. I know. But like that's what I'm saying is like it's it's part of that deeper machination from Thimble being that it's like they've wronged everybody. Look. Like publicize uh, that. The uh the whole idea of, you know, everyone is a is a potential mm-hmm. kind of thing. As far as a druid goes, wisdom would be best. Yeah, a very important one for them. Grung. Oh God! They gave the grung a race. Thank God they're tiny frog people. Ah! I love them. What? <laughs> they're just called grungs. I, I know. Love them. They're great. I mean, we could just lean into the naturey BS and make our satyr. We could. We have eight teens on the board to keep her around. Yeah. yeah. If you like. Hmm. Yeah, there really isn't anything that's jumping out to me. As far as on this list. Yeah, and that's the other thing. It's like we don't have to prioritize that wisdom bonus hmm. uh, and just give them something else. Like, yeah. I don't... I, Almost wanted to say Asmir for one of them, mm-hmm. uh, but that also kind of conflicts with the staying hidden part, mm-hmm. because I imagine that like there's probably Asmir celebrities because they're Asmir, because they're cool looking, because they're cool looking, and they're literally Asmir's come into existence by literally being chosen by high, higher beings and be like, and you're gonna need power because you're gonna do great things. Yeah. Hmm. So I, that's why I was like not immediately jumping on that one. Yeah. No, I feel it. Seder could be fun. Yeah. Well, because, you know, the fuzzy legs are a bit of a distinctive feature, but also... There's other fuzzy legs. Yes. I Well, goat legs. Yeah. Well, no, that's um, what I'm saying is they aren't the Seder. They're satyrs. Uh, yes, but is it, a defining, it is a defining feature that is distinguishable. But... If she's going to spend a bunch of time as animals, who gives a shit? It's magic. Exactly. So, like, cool. Okay, that's fine. Okay, Sadir. Increased charisma, dexterity. Tend to Hold have on. Before we get too distracted by mechanics. Mm-hmm. What happened? Ooh. Yeah, I mean, well... I mean, she's obviously was hurt in such a way that she was willing to I mean risk life and limb mm-hmm. but what would push her to that <clears throat> I mean I guess druids of the circle of the moon are fierce guardians of the wilds first sentence so it can very easily be uh, like just to like move outside of what, what it was like massive land destruction. Yeah, because we've already built the big bad as like a some kind of like corporation owning, yeah, big move making kind of dude. Yeah. So whoever. So I could definitely see that being a thing, even if it is like tangential, mm-hmm. uh, like paying a paying for another company mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to do it, and like it. And it's only tied through it and tied to them in that way. 
where it's like it maybe isn't their business but like they're gonna make money by investing it in whatever company is clear cutting uh this forest and then they're gonna get payback or get kickback for it yeah hmm i mean i so the question is is she dating deirdre before the medical trial yeah i could see them either knowing each other Again, we can kind of fall back into that college thing. I was going to say, like, not necessarily <laughs> classmates, but, like, maybe she's... Like, hang on. Is this an ecological student in our, in Iron's class? Ooh. <laughs> mm. <laughs> okay, like, so... <laughs> is she in his, like course like run the whole idea of like she's getting into ecology she's she's taking all these courses from him yes and either she is a very loud um, activist activist Mm -hmm. or he just has the wherewithal to have like an eye on the students around him like just the the general atmosphere that he like notices like when Deirdre's getting fucked up by the medical exam stuff, and when this chick is, like, her health is taking a rapid decline with, like, obvious signs of lead poisoning or something, because her home territory is being invaded by this corporation or something. Right. I mean, it would be hard to justify the idea of her having, like, family acreage and then like going to a community college yeah but also we can lean the other direction in that uh we already knew that iron was going out there Mm. or like going out in like environmental studies ecological studies okay and maybe that's where contact started okay and like maybe like what if what if this satyr was essentially their contact in the woods? Hmm. Like, who do you talk to when you are going somewhere foreign to study the area? You talk to the locals. Fair enough, yeah. So, like, I could see her also being, like, full-on nature child. I do like that idea of Iron having a hand in, like, you know studying her local habitat, I guess would be the best way to put it. Yeah. Um, you know, the whole idea of, you know, you observe people mm-hmm. where they are, you try not to touch anything, yada, yada, yada. And then this corporation comes in and does like a a mass sweep of the woods, killing a bunch of shit, and Iron has to like hoof it out there and be like, who still lives? And it's just her, or like just her and a few other people, and it's like... It's that's me and my cat against the world. Yeah. Like, so. I can... And, like, that's an easy way for it. And that... And because I can also see it being, you know... There's obviously some kind of what society would think of as compensation to these people. Yeah. But, like... The whole idea of... Well, I know we we're killing you in your... land. I was going to say, I know we're killing you in your homes, nothing. but uh, here's a reservation. Gotta love it. Um, I do like that idea, and <laughs> I'm just imagining Deirdre being like, "Yo, oh, new friend, what's up? 
I'll show you how the world works. Yeah. And like, she's not stupid. Like the satyr's not stupid. She knows what. Right. Like she doesn't necessarily know how modern technology works, but like she knows what a drone is. Mm-hmm. Like, but like Deirdre's like so psyched to have like someone around her age. Yep. That she's like, we're going to hang out now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I imagine satyr chick being um, largely chill. Yes. Except when angry. Yeah. No, that's the point. Yeah. I think that's part of the dynamic that they like a lot. Yeah. Where it's like, I see you get mad. I get mad too. (laughs) (laughs) It's Oh God, what if that's how it starts? She turns into a bear. Wait, did we choose bear for Deirdre? I don't remember right now. Oh, no, we chose wolf. We chose wolf. Damn it. (laughs) Not that it's like that in itself is hot, but just being like my literal spirit animal. (laughs) She turns into a dire wolf, and Deirdre goes, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I do like that. <laughs> when they're to- when they're together in, like, you know, just regular hanging out, mm-hmm. it's, it's you know, like, you know, Deirdre's, like, all excited, and, like, kind of a meathead, you know, like, ready to go do, yep. like. Do the thing. Yeah. You know, take her classes, mm-hmm. go play football, baseball, whatever. I mean, baseball is implied by the baseball bat weapon. But also, like, I can imagine, like, rugby. Tons like, and tons of baseball bats get bought without baseballs. True. Yeah. Not even a mitt. Fair enough. But, I well, I mean, I imagine her as an all-around meathead. So, like, rugby sounds, like, ideal for her. But also, like, I can imagine satyr chick being more of a, a mellowing kind of per- like hey so you don't need to go throw your body at a wall of meat to feel excitement let's go on a hike <laughs> like yeah. i got you so that dynamic there yeah no. the whole you know here let me show you how cool taco trucks are and her going like <laughs> okay that's nice but also like i'm gonna go sit in a tree for a while <laughs> bye well, that's just rude she took her out for tacos and then she just left to go hang out in a park by herself you know what sometimes the cumin be too much when the cumin overtakes you, you gotta go have a moment. <laughs> Coward. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun dynamic. So then if if for Iron she was maybe she wasn't the main source of information, maybe she's, you know, the chief's kid or something. Chief's cousin, I whatever. Who cares? But um just a local that He has had contact with. Yes. So he knows. What do you think his dynamic with her would be? Mm, I think beforehand it was nothing special. Yeah. yeah. Uh, afterwards, it's probably stepped up in levels of, I guess, in levels of affection. In that it's like... Well, before she was, you know, part of an interesting system. And now she's like the only survivor of a corporate takeover. Yeah. And so it... You know, he cared about her in the sense of, like, innocent bystander care about. Mm-hmm. But then she stuck around and he started, like, you know. Well, I think what it was is it's probably something of Iron going, hey, Thimble, can we do something for this girl? Yeah. And then it expanding from there, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it probably starts off with Iron, like I said, like, can we do something for her? Thimble going, yes, of course. Mm. And then Thimble got their hands in the pie. 
not, yes, kind of in a malicious way, but no more than making that offer. Yes. Where, like, that offer wasn't extended and, like, their intentions kind of, like, aren't known. Mm-hmm. Like, I could definitely see them being also being the person to go off and just be like, yes, this was bad. I'm sad. I want to be upset about it. Mm. But I can also see them being the person where it's like, you made me the offer to do something about something that I'm upset about. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah, because I've always, I thought of Thimble as, I mean, not necessarily a, yeah, not always, they're not always a good person, but they That's are very much, you know, the, you know, I see you suffering and I will do something about it, but. That's exactly what I'm saying is that because you can make the argument of who is the bad person, the person that handed the child the gun or the child that picked up the gun. That That's what I'm, I'm saying. And it's like, it's kind of showcasing that we already, the thing that we know in that thimble isn't a, a top of the line good person. No, they're, they're taking a, advantage of hurt people. Yes. It, by giving them the things they want, but, but still to taking, their own goal. Exactly. Yes. I mean, so, yeah. I That's where I see it happening. And like, the affection growing for Iron is a, you put me in contact with this person. Thank you. And obviously, when you work together in those tight situations, those emotions and... You either grow, cro- grow, you either grow closer or you grow apart, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. There's and no, there's no um, option for rubbing each other the wrong way. Really, if you want things to run smoothly, everyone has to get along. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they all get along, it, it's either like, everyone gets along, even to the extent of only being civil. Mm. But like, if you can't do that, then it just does not work. Yes. So, but I imagine things have moved in positive directions yes because well, I, d- I don't imagine iron being a cruel person no not in the slightest i mean he is he is goal oriented i yeah i imagine in almost on what most people would assume is like low level autism in that he doesn't emote much he people assume he has low empathy people like but he mm-hmm. has like logical empathy yes in that like when you cry, he doesn't cry, but he knows you're suffering, mm-hmm. and he will offer you a hand, yes. kind of thing. I get it. So, uh, so his his mannerisms can come off as cold, but like given time, yeah, he does give a shit about Seder chick, yeah, and everyone else. It just doesn't. But yeah, that, that's what I mean. It's like it's not a, it wasn't a. Thimble can use this person, so I'm gonna make this offer. It no. was. Thimble, it's one person. Get them an apartment somewhere with, yeah. like, a food card for a year. And if yeah. they aren't up on their feet at that point, then, yeah. Let's do something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is Iron autistic? Do you think? I don't care. Sure. I mean, well, it's, just, it's a minor character choice in that I think as far as his mannerisms, it has it leaned can, in that direction. I think we have fleshed iron enough in that capacity where like you said uh not very emotive but understanding smart even but kind of cold yeah so like if you want to say it sure or like put it on their papers sure but at the same time 
I think letting a character's description speak for them. Yes. I was going to say, let me put a stop to myself and say that who we have characterized Iron as, I envision as being somewhere on the autism spectrum. But whoever, I mean, because you could just play him as, you know, the cool, collected professor. Exactly. So that's just me with a brain worm because I do that. So his relationship with her would be pretty solid. I think everyone on the teams is. Yes. And obviously we've already tied her to Deirdre. Yes. Okay. So we've got we've got her class, her race, her what would you call it? Motivation mm-hmm. for joining the motivation or drive. Yeah. Uh so then we need like a mechanical background. And I mm. feel like this might isn't quite it, but this might be where our outlander is. Yeah. She was literally Iron's guide. Outlander. I think it's Outlander. Like, cause I mean, it, yeah. It, it literally talks about Outlanders being guides. Is it the most useful? Not really. Yeah. But it's, what, survival and, and athletics is what, what that is? You grew up in the wilds, far yeah. from civilization and comforts of town and technology. Witness the migration, blah, blah, blah. Even in places where you don't have the specific feature of the training, you know your ways out of the wild, blah. Skill proficiencies, athletics, and survival. Uh, one type of musical instrument. Language of your choice. Equipment, a staff, a hunting trap, a trophy from an animal you killed, a set of traveler clothes, and a pouch containing 10 gold. Like, it just makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like, can l- everything on this list pretty much works. Well, because within the Outlander background, there are some... It, it's determine your occupation during your time in the wild, or choose one that best fits your character. Because, um, like... She could be a hunter-gatherer, a trapper, a guide. Uh, yeah. Even a homesteader, technically. Yeah. But, like, that's what I mean by just about any of them will fit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, I mean again, it is all flavor text, really. Mm. In the idea that way we may build her as, you know, sort of chill, quiet, you know, and then a little bit wild. But, I mean, somebody may play her as, you know, kind of cold. Or, you know, you know, a little more... Um, a little more wild. Yeah. In the in the feral sense. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with a little feral. Sometimes you just need to wear the skins of your enemies. It's fine. Yeah, totally. <laughs> All right, Outlander? Uh, yeah. I mean, just for the sake of... I mean, Guide would probably be the best. But either yeah. Guide or Hunter-Gatherer, I can see. I think it would primarily be Hunter-Gatherer. Because, mm-hmm. uh, like, it's not like uh, Iron would be there every day. Yeah. Like, he probably com- he probably came for extended periods of time. Yeah. But never, like... It hasn't been every day for the past six years. It's, no. He it was probably like, come, like a few months at a time every other year or so. Something like that, probably. Yeah. Like at most. Yeah. Like I'm sure he's had smaller excursions where it's like, show up, I'm here for a week. Yeah. And that's like earlier on and whatnot. Yeah. No, I heard you have festival, whatever the fuck. I'm here to observe it kind of thing. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Outlander. Okay, so. Ability scores. 
All right, numbers. we're going to go stare at numbers for a second. I think it's this next one ascending in that it's 9, 10, 13, 14, 14, 18. You're pretty good. Yeah, but the 18 in wisdom probably, but... but uh, we get a plus to dex and plus two to charisma. Yeah. We could... But the 10 in strength, how about the 9 in charisma? Yeah. It brings it up. Because I, I also don't see... I don't see her being amazing. Like, I could definitely see her being the I lived in the woods forever. I'm not going to talk to these people. <laughs> yeah. She's not suave. And she's definitely not... Um, I don't... So, so I compared it to, like... I, I used the phrase flower child earlier yeah uh which we're not we're cutting all this anyways are we yeah because we're just staring at numbers right now yeah but i thought this would be like good description as to why like why these stats in these in these spots okay fair we're good Mm -hmm. maybe since i'm drinking out of the water bowl so i was saying that i imagine in this set of nine ten 13, 14, 14, 18. We could put the 9 in charisma mm-hmm. because I know I compared I or I used the term flower child to like make them a naturey one. Yeah. But I can also like that's also tied to like kind of a thought of this person's very bubbly, very I'm going to be happy with everyone. Yeah. But yeah, the idea of a flower child being sort of, you know, peace-loving and, you know, happy-go-lucky. But I guess it would be more of a... Uh, Wild child kind of thing? Yeah, like a true, almost like isol- isolationism mm. in that maybe they never did see an actual running car. Like, more mm. than, like, a half Iron. a mile away. Yeah. No, I imagine that Iron hikes out there. Yeah, yeah. It is what I mean by... Yeah, well, like, I mean, like, somebody probably went to go meet Iron at the edge of the woods and walk him in. So, they've all taken a turn to go, hey, so what the fuck is that? And he's, you know... Oh, I'm sure he's explained the, stuff yeah. before, but, like, yeah. that's what I'm, I mean in... Like, they were probably full-on naturalists, naturalists in that, like, never used a cell phone. Like, the closest thing they saw was Iron's cell phone. And yeah. him explaining to it literally sounds like the magic they use. Yeah. So yeah. I can also see her being not like terrified of everything, but like being overwhelmed. Yeah. Like there's a there's a ton more people here, a ton of people she's never seen before, and a tons of peoples she's never seen before. Yeah. So I can see her being the more, like you said, calm, reserved type. Yeah. As well. So I think that fits well in a 12. Mm-hmm, Not mm-hmm. 12, an 11 yeah. in charisma is what it'll end up being. 10 would wind up going into strength just for the, for the sake of optimizing her and orbing, but 10 in... Uh, I actually, intelligence? Yeah, I can see 10 in intelligence as well. Because... In the sense of, like, classic book smart. No, yeah. she she doesn't have she has practical smarts. She has, you know, like yeah. survive in the wild I that, smarts. I think that's what that is. I think it's ten intelligence, thirteen strength, fourteen dex, fourteen, 14 constitution. constitution, thank you. Good yeah. God. And then eighteen <laughs> wisdom. Yeah. So does that sound okay? Yeah. 
Put All that right. in here. Yeah, let's do that. Sounds good. All right, next. Select two skills. Animal handling, arcana, athletics is already selected. Insight, medicine, nature, perception, performance, persuasion already selected. Religion, and then survival is already selected. Uh, hmm. I mean, nature makes sense. Nature makes sense. Uh, um, maybe perception. Hmm. I would argue, well, I mean, that would require us fleshing out what she did for her her family, her tribe, her clan, whatever. Yeah. Well, I, of that's why I mentioned probably primarily hunter-gatherer. Uh, so yeah. if it isn't animal handling, which I could see, but the only thing that I could see it being applicable like in skill using is like literal attack dogs yeah. in situations like that. And like, I'm not against that. Like, that's a cool move to see. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all, chill. Oh, shit, you're right. But. I'm going to argue nature and perception. Nature, for obvious reasons, she lived out in the wild. Perception for, I mean, like, when you live out in the wild and you're out hunting and gathering by yourself. Yes, you're right. So, I mean, unless there's something else, like, because there's animal handling, arcana, insight, medicine, nature, perception, and religion. I would probably lean, uh, I'll, I'll lean the perception route because also if she's hunter-gatherer, like hunting. hunter, then it's not that you can't be a hunter and also get along with nature like that, mm -hmm. but it also makes sense if she's a hunter and she hunts in an animal form. Yeah, that'd be sick. Like, why couldn't she? Like, you get Fucking access awesome. to, like, I think you get wild hub shape at level two. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, because if, if she gets to the club at level three or something, she's already got the basics down. Yeah. And then, you know, over the months, years, whatever, however, however long into their career, people want to jump in. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can imagine her being a level five or six. Yeah. Just by virtue of her own previous skills and also the rate at which she would absorb new experience right in a very right. literal and yeah. figurative sense no, i got you so nature and perception yeah okay next hit points <laughs> okay we're on to equipment we have a shield i don't imagine it's a shield or a simple weapon i i mean if she carries a weapon i mean it's probably a simple weapon right whether it is blunt or bladed if you want to get like real nitty gritty on it, dru druids shouldn't have metal weapons is what they want it to be. Mm -hmm. And like, yes, there's things like bone knives and stuff like that, which yeah. let's be honest, I kind of could see her using a bone knife or just like bone bone weapons. Freaking sick, dude. Like bone club. I'm in. So for simple melee. So is Deirdre. She's in the bone club. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Gotta be kidding me, man. I'm just saying. <sighs> okay. For simple melee weapon, we've got club, dagger, great club, hand axe, javelin, light hammer, mace, quarterstaff, sickle, spear, and unarmed strike. I mean, I could almost see unarmed strike. Well, as also, an that's option. where her that cantrip comes in. Yeah, because the then there primal. is either a scimitar or another simple weapon. Uh, I could see first 
first one, can we get a dagger? Yeah. First one, go dagger. Second one, maybe go club. Mm. And, like, they're all, and they're both bone weapons. Mm. Like, that's very easy to do. Yeah. Because she, club being, I mean, either, I mean, like, a literal femur or, like, a club, a classic, you know, chunk of wood that has been honed to bludgeon someone yeah. that also happens to have, you know, like, chunks of bone in it. Or either as a decorative piece or as a extra right. oomph. And then, but again, remember we went, we were talking about them using, quote unquote, non-lethal weapons. So true. it couldn't be a spiked club with bone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could have a club and then like bones strapped onto it yeah but then we're just in bat territory again which isn't wrong no i mean because she's not going to be using it primarily but if she like you know has to pop up into you know satyr form to do a thing you know you want something on your side right yeah but again and i imagine if it's instant i imagine it's the claws yeah you're right but interesting thought of you know a bone dagger yeah sick and then leather armor, explorer's pack, druidic focus. Create. Okay. First, <laughs> is she going to be the Scotty dog? I think she has to be. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like it's like legal obligation. Because of the dog? I mean, yeah. There's no guarantee she'll turn into, like, you know, canine things, but also, like, dog motif. Yeah. Animal motif. Yeah. 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 Okay, so Scotty Dog or just Scotty? I think it's Scotty. Yeah. Okay. Then for name, name. I think it said, what did it say for Seder names? Something. Probably Greco Roman esque. Given the theming. Mm. Sybil. Sybil's cute. Don isn't bad. Dawn is pretty good. Pem. I kind of like Pem. Pem. Because it's like, it's not too much. And yeah. like, kind of makes sense to me. Yeah. Like, Nessa isn't bad. But like. How do you feel about family name? The question is, does that exist? Because mm. remember what we're thinking of for like an origin. Yeah. Uh, let me see. So for the write-up. Uh, satyrs live in small clans of about a dozen or two dozen, though they are fiercely independent and view such gatherings as... Here, I got, I got it. I, I got... Yeah. I, like, not even a joke here. Mm. It's Pem, and then Tim goes, Pem what? And so they have to come up with another name. <laughs> oh, yeah, because they have to integrate her somehow. Yeah. Hmm. What did what would, did we give Deirdre for her last name? Is uh, it Con- Wicklow. Wicklow? That's right. We, that's not common enough to where you can be like, and that's the Jane Doe <laughs> kind of name. Like, some, like not mm. that the literal uh, Jane Doe name is Pam. Uh, is it Pam Doe? Oh, fuck. <sighs> God damn it. I mean, because I was going to say like, just like. But Pam Doe. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I think we're fucked. I mean, the only rate, only way that could be better is if it was like, I don't know. You can't. What do I'm you want, to... Pem Cow? It's not good. 
<laughs> I was gonna try. I was gonna say I can't remember if there's a specific name for a a female deer. I was gonna say like <laughs> no, that's a female goat is a doe. So like, but pimdo. But pimdo. <laughs> Because I was going to say, like, oh, Pem Smith. Like, literally, like, the most innocuous, regular-ass person name. I mean, Doe's, like, li- there's Doe John Smith good. and Jane Doe. Yeah. <laughs> Excited papping. Pem Doe. <laughs> Pem Doe. I mean, okay, yeah. Can we put... It's it's Pem Scotty Doe Scotty. Hup. Hup. Doe. Why asterisks? <laughs> Not, you she mean, just, uh, it it didn't. There was no last name before. Yeah, she exactly. Moved in. It's an alias. <laughs> it's but now it's not. Now she has a legal name. She doesn't need it. <laughs> According to her, she doesn't need it. All right, fine. I'll take it's it. It's only more suspicious if you don't have a social security number. I mean, no, she has it. She just doesn't like to acknowledge it. No, she doesn't. Like, she doesn't have to go. Hi, I'm Pem Doe. She just goes, Hi, I'm Pem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, and it's not Scott. Oh, I, oops, <laughs> Scotty. Scotty dog. Scotty. Yeah, you're right. Scotty dog Doe. <laughs> What level did we make Deirdre? Six? Uh, uh, yes, six. I think she's about the same level as Deirdre. Yeah. I'm not going to say they joined at the same time. No. No, Deirdre was definitely before her, but it is yeah. still like... I'm willing to bet you they were... I bet you the occurrences happened scarily close to each other. Mm-hmm. But... Their recruitment was different. Yes. Different timelines, different recovery times yeah so on and so forth yeah the because i i can imagine it being something similar to they're the same level because i mean pem had a reason to keep quote-unquote gaining experience which was you know surviving in the wild right and for uh deirdre it was like you know she was good at hit things real hard <laughs> and she didn't feel the need to like hit things real hard enough to kill them. Right. It was, you know, be strong, run fast, mm-hmm. be good at sport. Right. And being a barbarian, which is, you know, like, take hits and keep going kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that makes sense. Right. When when you've hit the ground and probably sprained something, but you got to get up and keep going anyways, it's like, yeah, it's their whole gig. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she didn't feel the need to level up. Until she got the motivation for it. And Pem joining later, still, it didn't... Yeah. It sort of levels each other out. Yeah. like, it, But that's what I mean by, like, I'm willing to bet you the medical trials happened. And, like, within a few months, the deforestation has also started happening. Yeah. And, like, maybe it didn't hit them for, like, another couple months, but it hit them. Yeah. All right, let's level her up. Still druid. 
optional. Familiar? Is that in Tasha's? Probably. I'm getting a familiar. What? Yeah, You're getting, already an animal. Nah, I'm getting. You need there. another animal. Well, in case in case you are in case you take the sub the subclass that isn't that in that you yes. go like shepherd or something like that. Yes, things that you know coexist with nature in a different way. Yes. All right. Uh, Druid archetype moon. All right. Hit points. Level up one more time. All right. Hit points. Rolling. You know what do. Level up. This is four. Going to keep Druid. So the ability score increases. Right now we have 13 Strength, 15 Dexterity, 14 Constitution, 10 Intelligence, 18 Wisdom, and 11 Charisma. Hmm. My temptation is to dump it into Constitution. To make her hardier. I mean, because... I can see it. And 18 in Wisdom is... It's already I mean, pretty a tw solid. A 20 would be, like, awesome. Mm -hmm. But having a higher constitution rating is just good all around. I know. I mean, because I, I personally don't see strength as a I don't think necessity. It's a, I don't think it's a worry right now. Yeah. Dexterity is, I mean, 15, which isn't bad. Mm -hmm. uh, intelligence is more. I don't think it's a necessity either. Charisma is definitely not a yeah. mm. necessity. I can English. Mm -hmm. Continue. Anyways. So, yeah, I'm going to argue for Constitution unless you have a better... Uh, mm. Not really thinking of one. Uh, what was it that was at a 15? Dexterity? Yeah. Like, I guess we could skim feats okay. to, like, maybe bump that one would be my only other thought. Bump up dexterity to a sixteen and get a cool skill. Yeah, but that's but otherwise I can't really come up with anything. Mm -hmm. Let's see. All right, skim some feet. There's always skill expert. Mm -hmm. The gain an extra skill, gain expertise in a skill, mm -hmm. and plus one to a an ability score. Huh? Who did we give that to? We gave that to Thimble. Yeah, Thimble. Because Thimble's good at everything. Yeah. They're just kick but ass. But that's kind of what. <laughs> that's what that's, that's what they're getting. The, the the question is, do we want to like double down on something for her in the expertise? It's the one that like really grabs my attention. It's like, do they are they really into nature stuff mm -hmm. or really into survival stuff? Mm -hmm. Because the DM in me like can also like justify survival in tracking things. Mm -hmm. Uh, and once again, if her and Deirdre are like working together, I could like we mentioned in Deirdre's episode, if somebody runs off mm -hmm. and they're like Deirdre go after her, yeah, and then it's like, well, he's gonna go after her too, probably, <laughs> yeah, then. or like that's just a thing that they can do together, yeah, like it is they their skills combined make like a kick ass tracking team, yeah. Uh, check Deirdre's proficiencies real quick for me, just so that we can double check. Yeah, because they have nature already. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, hang on. Survival is also based off intelligence, if I remember right. No, it's wisdom. Does that say wisdom? It might. It might be. Survival. It might be doing this and doubling down in survival. I mean, I can feel it. I mean, um, 
Survival checks are to follow tracks, hunt wild game, guide your group through frozen wastelands, identify signs that owlbears li near live by. Uh, near live by? Live nearby. <laughs> Predict the weather or avoid quicksand and other natural hazards. This is part of the... Da -da -da. I mean... And it is always, I mean, it is, again, one of those, like, what constitutes a survival check. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, some people might, might argue, like, what do you mean you're going to use survival to track a guy in a warehouse? Yeah. There's still signs of people running through civilized mm -hmm. places like that. Scratches on walls, mark on, on marks on floors, you know, doors things that are being, open. Things being misplaced, yada, yada, yeah. yada. Um, oh, this is just, like, general yeah, you skills. Yeah, no, this is general rule stuff. And, like, where are they fall into. Okay. Yeah, I can I can definitely see survival in in that she uses it then and she uses it now. She just uses them differently. Right. Yeah. So, skill expert with plus one to dexterity? Sure. Because that brings dexterity up to a 16. Yes, which would uh, bump that up one modifier level, helping armor class and stuff like that. Yes. Let's see, we got the full list of options, acrobatics, animal handling, arcana, deception, history, insight, intimidation, wisdom, medicine, religion, sleight of hand, stealth. Hmm. Now... It won't let you select survival? No, this is the new skill, and then we choose expertise. Oh, we have that's right. We already yeah. have survival. I forgot that part. Like, I I almost don't want to say insight. No. Because, one, the lack of exposure to people. Mm -hmm. But then doubling back on that, I can also see it being like, I don't know you. I'm going to question the things you say. Mm -hmm. But I feel like we have lots of insight-heavy people already. Yeah, I, I uh, don't... Between... I feel like her skepticism does I, not necessarily mean insight good. Right. She I, might. She's just a skeptic. Like, is this where we go animal handling? I mean, I, yeah, sure. I, I, I think that or, like, maybe medicine. But, like, that's yeah. more like, na like naturalist medicine. Yeah. Which... I mean, isn't that part eh. of the nature skill? Yes and no. Like... Medicine, like, you you could use either one to determine which ones, like, what plants are poisonous, is yes. what I would say. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Check, uh, the nature check measures your ability to recall lore about terrain, plants and animals, the weather, and natural cycles. So, it's your literal knowledge of the shit around you. Yeah. Whether you know how to apply that is... Different. Yeah. I mean, I would, I, hmm. I could almost say stealth. Yeah, I was about to for say the hunter. Yeah, the hunter aspect of it, yes, does make me lean stealth, because if if she has used her wild shape as part of hunting, hunting, I mean, it makes. I mean, like when you think of like large cats and the way they hunt, they are. Humans are pursuit hunters. Mm -hmm. Large cats are like pouncing they hunters. They are ambush hunters. Yeah, ambush. Yes. That's the word. Yeah. Stealth. Expertise and survival. Yep. Uh, and up dexterity one. 
rolled, got an eight on that one. And just bounced through these last couple. And after getting through that, we have a strength of 13, a dexterity of 16, a constitution of 14, intelligence of 10, wisdom 18, charisma 11. Sweet. She's perfect. Now, her look. I was about to say, I... Hmm. Let me see if I got anything on hand that really speaks to me. <laughs> yeah, I can almost imagine her wearing as simple of clothing as possible. Not necessarily like only a smock, but like Well, then let me let me ask this question. Uh in that we've already kind of leaned in on the like wild appearance. Mhm. Just search massive uh, like I'm thinking of like you know how you can see people wear the onesies the kigurumis yeah that where it's like just huge and like almost like the where the, the, the kigurumi but I don't think there's no such thing as a massive kigurumi are you talking about like the inflatable ones that people no 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 I just mean like to where it's so big that where it, where for lack of a better term where the crotch would be is like between the ankles and knees. Oh, you mean like the... Those, like you're um, swimming in it. I think they're literally just called drop crotch joggers. Hold on, let me search this outside of Google Image. Yeah. Because I... Try shopping. Oh. Mm. oh. No, that's not far enough. Yeah, well, I mean... No, like, I could see Deirdre wearing these. Yes. Like, look at these. Like, absolutely. Okay, maybe not those ones, because those would, like, impede her running. But, like, the Kigurumi, like, like. Oh, so, so you think you, she'd lean towards, I found out what fleece was, and I'm living in it. Sure. Um, I was going, no, so I wasn't saying that she literally wears a Kigurumi. I was saying that she wears, I was going to be like. How do I call this a bag without it being just calling it a bag? What if it's Hold that, but like, it's like pants. What are close? Okay, so similar to harem pants in that they are tight at the ankle but baggy everywhere else. But you're you're losing me. Slow down. Okay, no, sorry, sorry, you're not yeah. losing me. Okay. You're you're straying too far away from your own thing where you're like. What if she just wears a super simple schmuck? Yeah. That, but it's like as big as those fucking onesies I was showing you. Because it's big and movable. Fair. <laughs> and like, you don't know what the fuck down here. <laughs> fuck you want. I put the hood on. <laughs> it's, it's just one of those hoodies that zips all the way up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. She wears like a really shitty Spider-Man onesie. Oh fuck! <laughs> it's just oh my Spider Verse. That's amazing. I'm not saying that she has to do that, but like, that's funny as fuck. Like argument with Deirdre. Zip. Because <laughs> I also like the idea of everybody is just like super high fashion and like done up in like a super stylized way. Yeah. And then there's just like zipper over the head. <laughs> 
you're talking okay. about how I made this setting too sad. We can laugh. You can I laugh s- even in the darkest rooms. All you have to do is add a Spider-Man hoodie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want to... I'm not saying she has to, but like, I was going for that schmuck look that you were talking about. Okay. Well, because I... I am not opposed to the idea of her wearing, like, one of Deirdre's t-shirts and some heron pants. And, like, when it's time, when it's go time, she throws on a sweater that zips up all the way up. Although, I mean... Go, like, we can, I can also say, we, we could also go, like, vaguely matching looks in that, like, yeah, she does wear uh, the big harem pants while uh, Deirdre wears the drop crotch joggers. Mm-hmm. Or the sweatpants. Are they, are they here in parents just by virtue of like because we're she's wearing at them? <laughs> I think it's, it's Deirdre's I, clothes. I think it's Deirdre's loungewear. Yeah, you're right. I think I think it is a for her. It is a mixture of it is similar enough to her her the clothes she knows, mm-hmm. and it's a luxury that she now is has. now has in that they are soft and stretchy and like movable movable. Yeah, yeah, I like that idea. Of like maybe at first it was just like a a necessity thing mm-hmm. like Deirdre and her started hanging out because they had to get like get a feel for working together and like her and Deirdre started hanging out because you know you have to get Pim into society somehow. <laughs> Here's what somebody your age kind of does. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait, hold on. They're a satyr. They don't wear pants. What? You want her to not wear pants? She doesn't have to. Fair enough. She is fuzzy enough. Or she could just wear a tunic. A t-shirt as a tunic. I think it's a lot of one pieces. Casually, a lot of one piece dresses. I can see it. Do you mean one piece in that like I have that like pantsuit? Or do you mean one piece like a like a almost bathing suit style? I mean one piece as in a dress that you drop over your head. Okay, okay, I see it. So literally just a long piece of fabric. Yes. Whether it's plain, cute, or whatever, I mean, it all... I'm sure that she figures out her taste in time. Yeah. What that looks like, I don't know right mm-hmm. now. As far as getting her costume look... I was going to say, like, casually, yeah, I can totally see that. You know, she, like she steals Deirdre's t-shirt and it goes down to her knees anyways. So, sick. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but... Like and she as, big, she big lady. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Don't worry, honey. I jump. Catch me. <laughs> um. Get the goats out of my house. <laughs> God, yeah. <sighs> okay. So as far as like a superhero costume, the I mean, well, if she's spending majority of it in wild shape, when she shifts back whether by choice or not. Mm-hmm. So do you think she would wear armor or... I I want to say yes because it's just going to make it mechanically better. And also, like we've said many times before, it doesn't have to be a cat suit for leather armor. No, I mean, like, I imagine just like a leather jacket. Like just a straight up leather jacket? Yeah. Like, like a black leather jacket or like... Hold on. <laughs> so... When I say an aviator bomber jacket... Yes. I know what you're talking about. I'm picking up what you're putting down. So, what if it's like... I'm squeezing what you're squeezing. (laughs) What if it's that, you know, with the 
the fleece, the fleece yeah. collar yeah. and whatnot. So I imagine it's that as far as like incorporating the leather armor aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that Leo, we have to keep that theme up, but what if she got like got into like World War Two era aviation? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, yeah. people can fly without like just magic. No, the idea that, like, she became fascinated with technology. And, like, a lot of shit happened during the World Wars. So, like... Like, she's just catching up with the aviation stuff? Yeah. And she's currently uh, in, like, World War II style? She, I'm, I'm not going to say she has, like, Encyclopedia Britannica. No. But, like, she's been working her way through, like, modern civilization history. And part of it is, I mean, like, the technological advances that have happened during wars. Yes. Well, and that, well, even then, it doesn't have to be warplanes. There's plenty of people who flew planes, open cockpit, biplanes and whatnot, mm-hmm. where it's like, it's still fucking cold no matter how fast or slow you're going. You're still fucking flying. <laughs> so it's cold. Yeah. And so, like, I'm not saying she has to have an aviator look, but the idea of, like, an aviator helmet and goggles with holes for her horns... <laughs> Is very cute to me. <laughs> that is very fun. It's the accessibility of accessories. <laughs> the the idea that like she had a moment where she went, Oh wow, people fly planes now. Could I do that? And then Deirdre went, Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. If you've got the training, you can do anything. And she's like, Sick. No, I'm not saying that's what we have to do, but also I think it's funny if the bear turns back into a person and's wearing a bomber jacket. <laughs> it's pretty fucking dope the okay so the only question i have does the helmet count as extra armor it doesn't it's just not how helmets work (sighs) or how armor works in the system i know dang it because it's not leather it you don't know that (laughs) you don't know that okay yeah what fair that is very fair Uh uh-huh Okay, because if you're thinking like skin cap, like like flexible leather, flappy flappy, because I was thinking like full on almost motorcycle helmet style <laughs> with a little flippy racer. Uh, not no right, shit. Um, visor. Visor. No. Well, because I mean, I'm not saying like she has to have like a, a face covering. But it's part of, like, the gimmick. I know. Like, as far as, like, what the thing that covers her face is right now, I'm not totally sure. Like, or we, okay, then. Shades and a face mask. Or just a face mask. That can just be, it's a scarf. Yeah, all right, fair. Done. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) Like, the full on, the full wrap and tying a knot. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I can see it. Another one of those, um... It's practical, and also, it's a luxury kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, the scarf is soft and warm. Hooray. Also, yes. it covers her face like she was asked to. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Okay, so, regular outfit, whatever Deirdre clothes she can steal. Super. <laughs> I'm not saying, like... I know. Uh, we know. Yeah. But I I still think it's, like, a one-piece dress. Yes. Um, And whatever accessories she learns to like kind yes. of thing. Yeah. You know. Whether she decides she really likes, you know, fancy belts or something. Who knows? Like Fancy sandals. Mm-hmm. For her hooves. Yeah. Why not? Yes. Of course. 
<laughs> Look, she can't get shoes the way centaurs do. She has to, like, accessorize her feet somehow. Okay, I love her. Um, wrapping up, she is a level 6 druid, moon circle. Um, her whole gimmick is going feral every now and again and being a whatever animal best suits to the situation. She has the Outlander background because she was a guide, hunter, gatherer person who was under who was under ecological study by Iron. By Iron, mm-hmm. yeah, or Professor Emiliano. Mm-hmm. And eventually, when deforestation in her area started, mm-hmm. caused by through whatever tangent or avenue by the big bad. Uh, is when Iron asked Thimble to help her because she was a sole survivor. And Thimble then extended that offer to come into the group, of which she accepted. Mm -hmm. And from there, she presumably started spending more time with Deirdre to, I guess, condition her to modern society. Yeah. And help integrate her, I suppose. Yeah. And we know where that goes between them. So. what? At what point do you believe they became romantically involved? It probably is just a overtime kind of thing of being around each other. A natural progression of, you know, like. Yeah. Like, maybe they were, maybe they didn't just move in together. They were like neighbors or mm-hmm. whatnot. Like, so they got her the dorm room next to Deirdre. Mm-hmm. Or... Uh, the apartment next to. Yeah. Because they probably moved Deirdre out of the dorms. Yeah, that's what I... Yeah, I think we actually mentioned that. Yes. Uh, and then it was just kind of osmosis. Yeah. Like, things got that way. Yeah. She started integrating into society and then went, oh, wait, I like this one. Yeah. Right. So. I can see that. They, they, very casual, but not in, like, our version of casual way. Oh, in in the sense of like, they kind of just you, like you spend a lot of time with a person, and you, and if you both develop romantic feelings, I mean, yeah, cool, yeah. We've characterized her as pretty chill most of the time. Kind of, um, she's hesitant around new people, but she's not necessarily shy. Yeah, she's, you know, I mean, she's a she's an outsider in a new and overwhelming place. Yeah. I'd say she finds comfort in her people and her cause and is learning how to love society, whether she likes it or not. (laughs) Yeah, very true. All right. Pem is set. If you have any ideas or, you know, just thoughts or, I mean, I can't imagine we're going to get fan art of these guys early on, but oh my God, I love her. (laughs) So if you have any ideas or, um, you know, just D&D scenarios that have been fun or if you plan on using these characters that'd be awesome uh, you can reach out to us on Twitter we're at lives on paper um, if you could you know let us know what you think leave a review on whatever it is you're listening to you know things we could improve on things that you enjoy yada yada uh, we'd appreciate it this has been lives on paper a character creation podcast uh, my name is Megan and my name's George thanks for listening